This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out of Charles Hanegraaff here in Omaha again at the College World Series. Sorry about yesterday uh, with Bruce. I kind of tailed in on the two sides. Lost on those uh, with Aura Roberts and uh, also Tennessee. And, well, uh, yeah, we did have the total. So uh, both games went under again. Same win conditions that we saw on Monday, we saw on Tuesday. And now that's four straight un- unders uh, for the uh, tournament. And now eight and two. Uh, for the College World Series. Last two days, that wind blowing in about 15 to 20 miles per hour from right center to slash center field. Couple of balls last night for LSU. War going to get out of the building earlier in the tournament, but not last night uh, for uh, the LSU Tigers. But both TCU and LSU survived, Charlie. And the big thing is how much pitching would you have to use? These were about as comfortable of victories as we've seen in a very tightly contested uh, College World Series came out pretty good. Yeah, to get out of the loser's bracket, you need somebody to do something that they probably haven't done all year. And for LSU, that was Nate Ackenhausen, who's long on the season, was a little over three innings, three and two-thirds, and he goes six innings. You know, you're going to need performances like that if you're going to survive here. So uh, I thought both teams did a good job. TCU was in command of that game most of the day yesterday. There were a few kind of bizarre plays, including a a very wacky double play over at third base. But, yeah, I thought it's about as good as you can do. All right. So the first game today at 1 o'clock, the Florida Gators uh, pitching is rested. Both of the favorites, Florida and Wake Forest, will be the visiting team. So uh, if you are available to get some uh, some run lines, keep that in mind. Uh, 230, hefty favorite here. T- uh, TCU coming back 170. Total is at 11 and a half. You know, Jack Caglione has been the number three starter. In addition to hitting 31 home runs, he's been the Sunday starter all year. Also, you know, Florida's got Brandon Neely, who's their closer, but he's a former starter. Uh, he was the pitcher that they were forced to take out because of uh, exceeding the number of allotted trips to the mound. Uh, it almost cost them that game against Oral Roberts. So kind of like, um, you know, we, we, we saw in the game where uh, Tennessee was able to split it up with uh, Dolander and Chase Burns. Florida, if they need to, can do that today where Jack Caglione and, uh, and Brandon Neely could basically split this game if they needed to. Uh, the, uh, is it, uh, it the 230 price, though, is really steep? It is, uh, but right now, if you, you held me to a decision, I think Florida's the, the, the favorite, to, in my mind, they, they are the favorite to win this tournament. They have the, the best chance to advance, I think, today, given where their pitching is. And if they get this win today, they'll go into Saturday with basically, uh, you know, this will be another Southeastern Conference weekend for them. All of their pitching will be completely rested and in line to go offensively. You know, they've, they've got a very good club. I think that right now, in my mind, the Gators are the favorite. All right. So it, with, with the visiting team, though, that's a favorable position. 
Uh, if you can run, uh, find a run line at minus one and a half or minus two and a half to try and reduce that juice greatly, that's something that you would probably be interested because in. if they if they get to this TCU uh, pitching today and every you're going to be see some really thin pitching uh, deeper into the game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I don't know that uh, TCU could go back to Cole Klecker today. He pitched on Saturday. We talked about uh, during that game that they removed him a little earlier than we thought, Jimmy. He was right at about 90 pitches uh, in that game. So they could conceivably bring him back today, maybe if they had a lead in the sixth inning or so, and they could bring him back to finish the game out. So you, um, uh, with the, the total at 11 and a half, it's going to calm down a little bit. It's coming in from exactly the same direction, not as strong. Um, in where you see these teams, you know, TCU is going to play there, you know, their third, third uh, you know, they're, they're playing a lot, a tight, tight schedule now. This is game number four since Friday of last week. So um, the, will we see some runs go up a little bit? I'm not, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I, and this is based on what TCU did in the Big 12 tournament. You know, they've, they've given up more than five runs only one time in the postseason, and that was uh, the, the ninth inning explosion by Oral Roberts in game one here. They gave up six. So even when they've gotten a little bit deeper into their pitching staff, they've still done a good job at keeping the run totals down. So given that plus the wind, uh, I would, you know, I, I know it's been the, the, the trend here, but I would yeah. play under again. Well, guess what? The, the the total as we speak right now is going from eleven and a half to ten and a half uh, at Bet Rivers. So that has just been adjusted uh, this morning. So let's move to the night game tonight. Uh, these were the two favorites in the entire field of eight here in Omaha for the College World Series. Wake Forest and LSU, a 50-50 game, certainly. An unbelievable play by the third baseman. Uh, killed a first and third, nobody out rally for the uh, what inning exactly was that? Seventh, eighth? The, that was in the uh, the eighth, the eighth the inning. Eighth. I mean, and then they, they come back. Uh, LSU got too much of the zone on an 0-2 pitch, lead off double. They uh, they uh, single him in, and that's ball game. Uh, and uh, Wake Forest was at both teams had excellent pitching uh, the, the other night on Monday night. Now Wake Forest is the visiting team again, the favorite. 148, LSU coming back 112. The total here is still 11 and a half. LSU, uh, as you talked about, Akinizer, uh gave them six really good innings out of nowhere. Longest outing, three and two-thirds all season. So we expect another competitive game uh, between these two tonight, I would think. Uh, yeah, and I, I think Wake Forest is a, a decided favorite here. We're going to go back to, they only played two games in the Super Regional, so we're going to go back to the final weekend of the regular season to see who they started in the third game, which is Seth Keener, uh, and he's got seven starts on the season. He also pitched in relief in the first game on Saturday, so he has been here and gotten his feet wet. He's 8-1 and one with a 218 ERA, and in 66 innings, he struck out 90 batters, so he's got swing and miss stuff, and they have got plenty of bullpen. All of those guys that pitched on Monday could come back and pitch in this game tonight. They don't have to go back to Rhett Lauder, uh, couldn't go back to Josh Hartle, but they've still right. got plenty, plenty arms. For LSU, um, I'm going to take Jay Johnson at his word in the post game when he said, listen, we'll just take the next guy up and go with him as long as he can. Given who was warming up in the bullpen had Riley Cooper struggled last night, I got to think you're looking at Blake Money or Gavin Guidry to start today for LSU. Money's only got two starts on the season. Now, he was the Friday night guy last year but has been sort of a, a relief middle innings guy for them. And uh, Gavin Guidry's only got one start in his 20 appearances. He threw one pitch on Saturday, got hit out of the park. So the pitching advantage is solely with Wake Forest today. And uh, But uh, 
big boy for uh, LSU, Riley Cooper. Now two outings uh, in the College World Series has not given up a, a has not given up a run. Got a save earlier, no save opportunity uh, last night, but um, he does have the most elastic arm. He can he comes back, he rebounds quickly. We could actually see him uh, for a couple of innings, right? Yeah, I'm checking back uh, at my box score now. I think he threw 40 pitches last night. Yeah, 40 pitches and 22 in the first game. So that's 62 pitches. I think you could see him again today. Um, but he's 30 the, to 40 pitches. He's the again. guy on that pitching staff yes. that's most yes. likely to come back. A lot of conversation, of course, with this, uh, the uh, season that Paul Skeens has had. We don't expect him to come back until a possible game on Thursday. Yeah, Skeens won't go today. I, I would be shocked if he did. And I think tomorrow, uh, I think both LSU and Wake Forest would bring the ones back with the season on the line. And you see Skeens and Louder, but I don't think you'll see either one today. Yeah, because LSU still has to win too. Yeah. So it's not just winning today in advance and maybe rush Skeens back. Uh, that, that would be the situation tomorrow. So we would expect him uh, on Thursday, possibly. This will be the toughest game uh, for LSU uh, of the uh, of the College World Series. Uh, not, not, nothing as much ballyhooed lineup to get going. And Wake Forest also, with all their offensive numbers, they haven't hit the ball here as well. No, the three runs in both games for Wake Forest. And you know, LSU broke out a little bit last night uh, with, with five runs. That, that's, that constitutes an offensive explosion yeah. here. We were talking yesterday about how many of the games went double digits last year in the College World Series, and it's just very, very different this year. Outstanding pitching, of course, but that wind blowing in uh, for the first three days of this week has really knocked some balls down. Yeah, yeah, the last two days, uh, 14, uh, 14 home runs in the first six games uh, was on pace to set a record for Charles Schwab Field, the downtown, formerly TD Ameritrade, but zero in the last four with that breeze blowing in from uh, right, uh, right center slash center. So they're still stuck on 14 uh, as we speak. And that, we, we're not counting the, in the inside the park home run. We're talking about balls hit over the fence. To get it out, you got to go down the lines. We were talking with Creighton coach Ed Service yesterday, whose team plays their home games at Charles Schwab Field. And he says, listen, uh, the wind blows in here most of the season, and anything to the center field or the power alleys is just going to go out there and die. you got to hit something down the line. We saw Dylan Cruz hit one down the line last night that got out of the park. That's pretty much the only way it goes. All right. Uh, so uh, that's it for us here in Omaha, Nebraska. I'm Jimmy Ott, Charles Hanegraaff on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.